I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk. Happy Wednesday. You've got us on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Thank you for joining us and making us a part of your Wednesday. We are live from the first United Bank studio, you can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number is 806-771-0973. Or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, reactions from last night, whatever you got, we'll take there. Take us anywhere with the mobile apps brought to you by Happy State Bank. We're also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look up Double T 97.3. Easy peasy. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Porman behind the glass. Gentlemen, how are our uh, respective Wednesdays? Um, pretty good. Getting over that hump. Almost there. One day closer to Red Raider baseball. Yeah. You have everything uh, figured out for him over there? <laughs> Got them uh, all straightened out on rotation and batting order and yeah because it's going to be it's going to be perfect first game right against tennessee how you see it against tennessee is going to be exactly how you see it all year long <laughs> yeah right? and you know better than that <laughs> nope nope it'd be great if they're all that healthy all year long but oh yeah probably not no doubt uh speaking of healthy uh you weren't that last night Ooh. in waco when we talked was... about uh well i mean how many, how many times have we had this conversation of, you know, one with having a smaller rotation, how fragile it seems. And and most of that conversation had been like foul trouble or, you know, if if someone and not just Warren Washington, but if anybody uh, in, in your main rotation were to get, I don't know, roll an ankle and be out for two weeks, um, what would it look like? Well, last night it was it. <laughs> What did it look like without Warren Washington uh, inside? Wasn't great. You battled, um, came up short. That was one where if you did have everybody, I think I I wouldn't have felt great that you lost, but I didn't feel great going into that game even before we knew Warren Washington was out. And you still, I mean, you, I mean, you cut it there to six. They get a big lead, and you kind of find a way to claw back and make it interesting late. Um, but man, I, you, the 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 question of what do you look like if someone goes out, especially a big, ooh, I, that that was a, a, an answer I didn't want to find out, and you did. Yeah, and that was uh, as you said, and not that it was any sort of big revelation, but it's something something I've said a bunch since the Devin Cambridge injury. Is mm-hmm. there's your there's your mulligan, there's your you know uh, there's your depth, mm-hmm. there it is. Now it's all on the floor. And that was under, um, you know, sort of underestimating Rob Jennings, maybe, although not for several games. And, and um, you know, he's not ready to be a heavy minutes guy. Um, 
you know, he's he's where he is at his career. You and I talked about him a, a great deal yesterday, but you know, not ready to shoulder a top six or top top seven rotation role yet. And uh, yeah, you know, and and uh, and and I mean, I would have told you that the one guy, you know, going back to the Cambridge injury. All right, Warren Washington can't afford an injury to him. You can't, <laughs> and everyone didn't get an injury. And maybe the good news here, maybe the silver lining here is it's his back's getting to rest. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, sick as a dog last night. Lamar Washington's still sick. He played one minute, and that was it. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully all of, all involved. Coach McCaslin didn't travel down with the team on – what are my days here? Didn't travel down with the team on Monday. He got down there yesterday to uh, – probably stay away from the team and get rest and do whatever so he's obviously <laughs> sick he was working the every time you saw him he was popping cough drops it looked like you know mm-hmm. during the game and so he's uh you know i mean that 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 place is ate up with that stuff and uh you know the the best thing they can have you know that may, it may be a break for them to have played on tuesday and not wednesday so that they can just you know get that extra day now I, I don't know about you. I mean, my, my my thoughts on this team haven't changed by any means. Um, would have loved to obviously have a healthy team uh, against the Cincinnati to have a healthy team last night, but that's the way it goes. And everyone in the Big Twelve either deals with injuries or sickness, or sure. you know, so so it's unfair to look at it that way because everybody in the Big Twelve goes through something like this. Oh yeah. Um, and that's the way you just have to roll with the punches. But I, I, I do think you learned, or at least what, like what I walked away with, it's feeling even more of that way. Like, man, the, the fragility of the depth that you have on this team right. is, I mean, you, you really are a bad step away from being in a really tough spot. Um, but I, I my thoughts on this team haven't changed because, um, we knew the weaknesses of this team, right? Like we knew the weaknesses of this roster um, and it's really spiked the past couple of games. I mean, I told you yesterday, I, I thought Baylor when it's at its best is a combination of somewhere between BYU skills and then what Cincinnati does well. Um, and they showed it in the second half whenever they pulled away and, and you battled with them. Don't get me wrong, but um, just like everybody in the Big 12 who has strengths and weaknesses, you're in a slump right now, or even past the hell side, your weaknesses have outweighed your strengths, and that's not something that's unfixable. Um, I think you will. I think you will fix it on Saturday, and you will see a game where the positives outweigh the negatives because we know you can shoot the rock when you're moving the ball really well. You are one of the more potent offenses in the Big 12, mm-hmm. um, and I will say another positive is is seeing he didn't play a perfect game, but seeing Joe Toussaint yeah. um, really remain aggressive after a couple of games that I think he wish he could replay. Re- re- um, and going back to his performance against TCU, right? I, I think seeing that Toussaint last night is a big reason why you were, I mean, had a lead in the first half. Um, and then while you were able to cut it back down and make it interesting again late, um, that Toussaint is a 
a top tier type guard in the Big Twelve. Yeah, not saying the best. No, no, but no. but on on that level, I uh, I think the um, you know his his veteran you know presence, his toughness have been vital to getting them to where they are right now. Um, you know, I, it would have been hard to get here to where they are without him doing what he's done because, uh, you know, I, I think he's the one guy suited and no, he wasn't good against TCU and had, you know, really didn't, it wasn't a negative against Cincinnati. He just didn't do much. Um, but the, uh, you know, just the veteran presence is probably a big deal around that roster. He's been cohesive for them. I, I just, uh, you know, I, I salute him. And I, I tell you, if you'd have mapped it all out last summer and drawn this all out and said, here's what's going to happen. You're going to lose this guy and be where you are. You know, to me that the fact that they're still in there throwing punches and not far away from a NCAA tournament bid is amazing. It is Tech Talk here in Double T 97.3, The Juice next. podcast that finishes your workday in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction welcome back to tech talk you've got us on double t 97.3 double t 97.3.com it's time for the juice headlines with scott with dr mike gustafson and ben poorman taking care of us we'll Start with what we have on deck tonight, and it's the high school fan zone, 6 o'clock, over on 100.7 The Score on Wednesdays. It's Garrett Left featuring coaches from Friendship, Cooper, and Liberty. Got all sorts of stuff going on right now, wrestling, soccer, basketball. A lot of seasons are uh, have gone through senior nights, just a little bit regular season-wise for the boys, and then it's playoff time, so... Lots of good stuff going on. Baseball and softball about ready to kick off. So he's got his uh his pick of the litter for yeah, coaches over yeah, there. We're about uh yeah, we're we're at that transition point or overlap of winter sports and spring sports. Yeah. Busy time. Busy time. Uh and then after that, if you're looking for some Pac twelve basketball, uh UCLA is at Stanford. That is seven forty five there on the score uh last night for red raider basketball not the result that you wanted in waco you lose 79 to 73 of course you don't have warren washington he's out with the sickness that has been uh, going around over there lamar washington like you mentioned not 100 percent uh I, I do wonder if you had an open conversation and i'm not saying this to use it as an excuse just more curiosity like how what is the extent that it's gone through the roster and like like who still has what right now who's still feeling it right now cuz it's not like even after you get over some of it it's not like you're just all the way back to 100% um and then on the other end Baylor talked about how talented they are and they looked at last night in especially at about the 11 and a half minute mark where they just took off uh the bears get a win you fall uh to 16 and 5 overall and 5 and 4 in the Big 12 uh right at the halfway mark so nine more games and uh nine more games of opportunity. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a good way to say it. And uh 
you know, map a way to map a way to at least four wins, maybe five, and I'll be I'll be in good shape. We'll talk some Big Twelve record <clears throat> a little bit later today. Uh, on the women's side, they went to Morgantown. They probably had an even less fun trip over there uh, as they face a ranked Mountaineer squad that outscored them in the third quarter 30-10. to 10. I think had a 13-point lead at the half already and then busted this game open in the third quarter. Final score was 82-59. to 59. Jordan Merritt did record her 500th rebound, and she had a double-double with 13 points and 11 rebounds. Jasmine Shavers scored in double figures again with 16. But the uh, the road woes continue, and especially the road woes that we've seen where you'll have one or two players have a, a good night and then just not a whole lot of help from whoever that night is who we'd call the supporting cast because it's, it's rotated some. Yeah, and they've been turnover prone, and, boy, that's not a good recipe against that West Virginia team. Yeah, 24 turnovers will, last night. Yeah, they will get after you. Uh, and in the rest of the Big 12 yesterday, you had 14th-ranked Iowa State go to Austin and win 70-65. to They're 6-3 and three in Big 12 play. Texas falls to 4-6. and six. Uh, And they, uh, boy, they really held down former Cyclone, who was the freshman of the year a couple years ago, Tyrese Hunter, and it looked like they enjoyed every second of that. At home, Houston dominated Oklahoma State. Not much of a shock there, 79-63. to There was an interesting story that came from this game, though, with Kelvin Sampson. Did you see him get ejected? I heard. I only heard about it. He got his money's worth because he walked uh, there on the other side from his bench, and he walked from his bench all the way to that free throw line <laughs> to the ref. Yeah. So as he was walking, it's like, he's gone. And then no matter what he says – he is gone. He just had that look on it. He had the look on his face because I think this game was pretty well in hand by the time uh, because, I mean, Houston just took it yeah, to the Cowboys. Sure. It looked like for whatever reason he wanted to get ejected. I don't – I don't. it's I'm like he like, was making any, some sort of stance here. Any uh, any coincidence? It's an infinitely small sample size here, but any coincidence to the ejected coaches over the last week being at home when they got tossed? So we have some comments today from words, Kelvin Sampson. Yeah, in other words, yeah. maybe putting on a show there, yeah. playing to the crowd a little bit. Not not because they wanted to get objected. Maybe Sampson more so than because Sampson was in a blowout. Mm-hmm. Baylor was not right um, when 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 he got tossed. But uh, you know, playing to the fact that that guy's not going to throw me out. With I'm not getting this second technical in this crowd in this mm-hmm. environment. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. This was two very different approaches. This was Samson walking up oh, like I'm. I'm going to get kicked. Out. It was the it's old like, baseball uh, manager going, "Okay, you threw me out. Hang on a minute." Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or uh, it, it's Tweeter in Varsity Blues when he just flat out says, "Like I'm going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting right. kicked out." Uh, your other game was Oklahoma at home taking down 21st overall BYU, 82 to 66. And that game was tied 34-34 at half, and then the Sooners took it to him there in the second half. Uh, if you missed it yesterday, uh, right when uh, about 30 minutes, I guess, left for our show, if you're a Houston Astros fan, probably great news for you, I would think. Jose Altuve agrees to a five-year extension reportedly valued at $125 
million dollars. That'll take him to, uh, I believe, age 39 if he remains the entire deal and you know plays out through the contract or whatever. Uh, of course, he's uh, been with the Astros. This uh, feels like a really, you know, e- even if you don't like the Astros, a really nice loyalty move. Um, clearly, that's where he wanted to be. Clearly, the Astros wanted him to stay there, aging core or not. Um, you know, he he's he's chasing a couple all-time great Astros and yeah, some things too. That's exactly it. He's he's trying to, you know, the, I'm sure he welcomed the opportunity to stay in Houston and sort of elevate his name to the list next to Craig Biggio and guys like that. Maybe get to mm-hmm. 3,000 hits, all those things. Hey, uh, one other news item. And this in the last hour or so, uh, Pete Thamel tweeting that uh, West Virginia Executive Deputy Athletic Director Steve Urias has emerged as the top target to be athletic director at Tarleton State. That name very familiar to a lot of Texas Tech people. He was on the athletic department staff in a variety of roles from assistant athletic director and academics and uh, later Red Raider Club from, what, 1997 to 2015, I think. So... Steve uh, and he's been at West Virginia for most of the time since then, um, but yeah, happy to see him yeah, well, getting back to uh, the state. And uh, one thing we know, he's got grandchildren in the area, so I'm sure that him being four hours away probably helped a lot. Helped, helped. Uh, he probably preferred that over being uh, like 34 hours away or plane rides away. So good for the Urias family. Yeah, good for him. Uh, it's funny how those grandkids and such yeah, kind of help sway decisions. Yep, no doubt. And that is the juice. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Jared. Why didn't Lamar play? Sick. Sick. Still sick or getting over it or whatever. Yep. Warren And Lamar did play one minute, but and Warren didn't play at all. Um, this on the chat line, more like Al Bouve. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say Rangers fan. If I had to guess. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, a nice loyalty move, $20 million, $25 million a year, pretty easy to be loyal to that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but I just – that's a guy that would be – if he had hit the market, tested – which I'm sure Scott Boris probably wanted him to do, test the waters a little bit more and say, hey, just see what you know what else is out there number-wise. Um, this was a quick decision. But, I mean, yeah, the, the money's not – it's not a you know stab in the eye or anything like that. Yeah. It's not a kick in the shin. No, heck no. <laughs> hey, we we had a uh, yeah. We got a that. guilty as charged, by the way, from the uh, Rangers fan. So yeah. Um yeah, somebody asking if me, F Gus, Hax, and Jameson calling the Arlington. It's uh, Mr. Do. Um, it's going to be me and Jamie calling the games in Arlington, all five of those games. Yeah, Jamie's Mr. Dew there. If you oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought it was like Chris Dew. I was like, oh, I got it. I got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, me and me and Jamie will call those those first five games because Hax is with hoops. Yep. You know, he'll have two games. Speaking of that. busy time, it's busy for Yeah, no doubt. And he'll, he'll, College yeah. landscape too. So I'll do those first three baseball road trips, which they're Albuquerque and Waco, and then when Hax is back. He'll he'll slide in, and I'll be doing the home ESPN Plus games. All and getting long. and getting me Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the important part. Hope so yeah, <laughs> I hope so too. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. 
This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk. You've got us on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Porman behind the glass taking care of us. We'll have the high school fan zone tonight at 6, over on 100.7 the score. Coaches from Friendship, Lovett Cooper, and Liberty. Keep hitting us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all of that welcome there. Uh, we got this question, Gus. Just saw Coach McGuire's tweet. What are they doing to the video board at the Jones? Um, replacing all of the um, technology, basically. The, the same structure is going to be there. And and in the tweet, what you're seeing is a crane basically taking off the chunks of the video screen. It's not like a wrecking ball, but I think they're mm-hmm. you know, and uh, <laughs> it'd go down a lot quicker. But yeah, I don't know how same, how good it would go trying to replace right, it after exactly. you have done Little all that damage. Price tag just went up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but they're taking the electronics, the components, video components, and that kind of thing out, replacing those. That same structure, that same steel frame that you see. And the top left of that picture will still be in place. There's putting the new board where that existing board is. So, uh, and I think that's, uh, you know, the one of the things that I, I, maybe it's getting glossed over because because right now we drive down that street and we see cranes and steel and structure, mm-hmm. you know, um, like crazy. Um, but, you know, one of the, things that's going in down on the south end is what two screens and redoing all of the sound stuff because lately all the sound has just been coming out of the north end and uh you know so i would say this which even knowing like why that was the case was still just odd to hear it that way but makes you or at least me excited to see like what that's like a small thing because we want to see what it looks like but i'm excited to have like that full sound back Mm -hmm. too and you uh yeah and, and if you think for one minute, if you th- are sitting there thinking, I've never well, thought for a minute all the $230 million they're putting into this stadium, I hope they turn the music down. <laughs> if, if that's what you're thinking, you might as well just, mm. you know, mm. whatever. You sell mm. your tickets or do something because it's it's going the other direction. Earplugs. I mean, if I'm, I'm just body. saying, and I'm – I'm and here's the thing: they're trying to energize all the 18 to 22 year olds, not mm-hmm. all the 57s and what are you 30 whatever 30 whatever. Yeah, maybe. Oh, whoa! So, hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, put put hey. your put your you know buy a suite, buy one of the tickets in one of these club areas that they're building down there on the south end. Do something like that, but you know if you're if you're worried about the music being too loud, it's probably probably not not going to go in your favor. <laughs> You could complain, but they wouldn't hear you because of the noise. You so, got it. Yeah, one hundred percent. There, there. That thing, that thing's probably going to be bouncing, just just like the concerts aren't like you know, old Claude over there with a banjo, like <laughs> pregame concerts are usually turning it up a little bit, right? That would be kind of funny just to see the reaction, right? Like, you know, who are who's Gus and the Crawdaddies? Like, right. and just you two know, guys in the Zydeco band. The Gus's lead. It's a, it's a secret nightlife. It's your favorite bluegrass band to get you excited for the game. They finally asked me to join as the uh, washboard player. I'm very excited. Yeah. 
<laughs> I said fine, there. but I get my own trailer. Yep, it's going the Gus other the direction. Gus and the It's it's going the other direction. Uh, you know, a crane just little chasing a rabbit running away type thought here uh a crane is one of those things that i i will never ever operate in my life nor should i be allowed to but i would love to just once i don't know i I mean like i said it would never happen i could never talk someone into it i'm not going to do the work to like get trained in it i'm not going to ever like i'm I'm not going to have that that sort of job uh you know because i'm doing radio um i would just love to try it once and it doesn't even matter what's on the end of the crane, right? Like, uh, you know, wrecking ball, big magnet, some sort of claw. I just want to do it once. It seems fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know that they have to be incredibly trained and they're not up there just like, oh, this is fun. Like, <laughs> they probably have a lot of pressure with what they're doing. But also those guys are incredibly skilled, far more skilled than I can ever be in anything ever. Um, I just want to do it once, just once. So if you have a crane... This is my plea. This is my begging you. <laughs> Clint wants to this play. Is me yeah. I just want to play on the crane. Come on. I will settle for forklift. Uh, you have Gus in the Big 12 currently after or at the halfway mark, except for maybe, what, two, four teams have played 10 games. Everyone else has played nine, including you, sitting at five and four. Houston right now at seven and three in Big Twelve play. Baylor six and three. Iowa State six and three. Kansas six and four. U and TCU both at five and four. Oklahoma and Kansas State five and five. Cincinnati, BYU, UCF four and five. Texas four and six. West Virginia three and six. Oklahoma State two and eight. Now that we are at the halfway point, what? has surprised you the most about the conference oh that's an interesting question because you know the thing the thing we've all talked about with this conference has was the balance and just the the heat that comes with it and so with that is a bunch of trading blows you know yeah bunch yeah and, and that has, it's not none of these fights are ended in the first round. No. Yeah. I, you know, I, it, I mean, one of the one of the interesting little tidbits, I guess, was the um, after last night that that Texas is one and four at home in conference games. That's that's really shocking. Um, um, just because of how this this league has been with the home court thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and maybe flip that. I, I I don't know. I would I would maybe. I mean, I guess if you just sh- snapshotted these, um, what you know, sh- snapshotted these standings to me back in what November and said, okay, here you go after, you know, nine ten games, just like you said, kind of halfway plus a game maybe, for a lot of teams. I, I probably would have. Uh, I, I probably would have pointed at the. Uh, at Kansas at six and four and maybe I'm a little surprised by that, but, um, you know, they're they're only one game off the, off the pace. Now they've still got trips to, they're, they're going toe to toe with that Baylor team last night. Um, that one remind me, where is that? And that in, in Lawrence or in Waco? Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. It's at Allen Fieldhouse. And they still have a return trip to Waco. 
I know they're still going back to Houston. That's a great question, Gus. It's a great um, question. Because it really does feel like, and of course, we haven't dealt with Iowa State yet, seen them, seen some of their results. They do. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So they've still got trips to. Yeah, they still got trips to their last, and, uh, their last three Kansas. games at Baylor, return of Kansas State coming to Lawrence, and then that last one at that's Houston. at Houston. Um, which, and, and this is not the only game, because I think that final Saturday is going to be so fun because I, I, I expect there to be a split championship do you really? in, in the regular okay. season, just the way that it, that it seems right now and how close it is. Like I, I, if I was going to put money down, just plain and simply, hey, is there going to be one champion or, or tied some sort of split? I, I mean, I'd put money on split because does, you're, um, Kansas still have a game with Iowa State. I know they've been to Ames already. They don't. That was the one when they first came so out that, with yeah, the, with just, the partners that I was right. Uh, speaking of Baylor, really and Houston, I was surprised that they didn't partner Kansas and Iowa State. Sure. Um, and I can't remember if Kansas – I don't think Kansas State has the return trip either, do they? Mm. Iowa State? I can, I can look that up. It's but, like but. Iowa State got orphaned over to BYU <laughs> or, yeah, like some of those in terms of the, the paired – Iowa State and Cincinnati. The partners paired partners. Forever. Like, man, that, that ought to be – that ought to – K-State, Iowa State, Kansas ought to be triangled up there, you know, going all the way back to – Legacy Big Eight programs. No, I lied. Kansas State does have Iowa State paired up, but okay. I was still surprised that Kansas and yeah. Iowa State weren't paired up. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Busted out the Rick Astley anymore since we uh, broke it all down yesterday? I did a little bit on the way home, yeah. Because, you know, it's funny. That's that, dangerous with your hands on the wheel. Yeah. That's right. I was supposed to do the way he did it on the first one <laughs> before the karaoke. Uh, sir, did. how much have you been drinking tonight? No, I was I was doing the Rick Astley. Oh, okay. Go on your way. The uh, You're good. Yeah, I, I, I did it. It's funny because I played it, you know, you, you and I, and the, the question that I got at Taco Tuesday was similar to the one you like. Is that his only song? Like, funny you should ask. Clint just asked that same thing, and there was yeah, dude had a second number one hit. And you, I mean, just it's like and, I set it up, and you spiked it back in my face. Well, I, didn't, I, had to look I did it up, not remember that second. song. I knew there was another one, but I couldn't. I would have. We would have been here all day. <laughs> uh, but I dang sure remembered it because that was like uh, right in right smack in the middle of college for me. Gus, something we uh, not not everybody, but some people will complain about in the sports world is coach speak, and every coach does it. Some way more than others. Some are a little more blunt, but every coach will you and you have to right. I mean, it's just it's just the way it is. I mean, you you can't just say what's on your mind every single time. Like, you know, you don't have to necessarily go into where every single team that beats you has a Hall of Fame coach and every single player on that team is an NBA player. You don't have to go to that extreme. But at the same time, if you lose to a team, you can't be like, yeah, that team was dog water. 
And we the, just got beat by him. Yeah, the closest to that might be the Dolphins head coach. Like that dude, that dude's pretty candid. But <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I uh, I saw something pretty refreshing, and I I haven't kept up with George. Speaking of <laughs> keeping up with other conferences, I can't say I've kept up with Georgia Tech that much, other than knowing that they've upset both Duke and North Carolina this year as part of their three wins in ACC play. Um, but they did. They did play a game last night, or they certainly attended a game. Uh, they got beat 80-51 to 51 by Wake Forest. Pretty pretty brutal mm-hmm. home Thrashing. game here. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, 46-20 to 20 at the half. This game was over the entire time they played it. Well, their head coach, Damon Stoudemire, uh, started his press conference with the opposite of coach speak. All right, everyone. Uh, Coach, if you would, just start us off with a quick statement, and we'll go right to questions. Got that ass whooped. Questions. (laughs) Nothing really to say, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's honest. He didn't mince words. No. Uh. You're wrong. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that sounded just like someone who, and he and they did go through the ringer, but just absolutely went through the ringer in that game, mentally done with and it. That's, and what are you supposed to say in that scenario? Yeah. Uh, well, they tried really hard, but we got beat by a billion points. We're right there. Really we, proud of the effort tonight. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, that uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Him just coming out fire on there. <laughs> if, in the video, uh, this is the other thing too. Like he, it, it's not a standing press conference, and I know you can go watch this. But what would what would be the fun in that? You know, when I could just describe it over the radio, he is like sitting down, leaning like this, like he doesn't. Even, he like, <laughs> like and why would why would you want to be there? Right. Why would you want to do that after again? And that's something that's in the job description. No one's crying about it, but <laughs> also everyone recognizes. I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to go talk to the media after you just got whooped at home. Yeah, yeah, and that's a uh, that's a first year coach about halfway through conference play going mercy. <laughs> whooped. Uh, something else that happened last night. That's hilarious. I, I promised we'd uh, get around to this, and we will now. So Houston played in a game last night as well. Uh, they dominated the Pokes, but that was not the story from another big-time home win. I say big-time home win just from the uh, lead that they had. Uh, another home win for the Cougars. The story was Kelvin Sampson, who was kicked out of this game. And we talked about it a little bit earlier, but, I mean, this was – he was walking towards the ref all the – like three-quarters of the court to get to the ref – just the look on his face of he's he's going to get kicked out. He is there to get kicked out for whatever reason. He was asked, and you know we had the Mac Road story from the weekend that we've talked about, $25,000 fine yesterday. He was asked about the refs. What would you like to know? What exactly happened there and, you know, just your thoughts on? Um, I have no thoughts. 
So if I say something, answer your question, they find me 25000 what part of 25000 are you willing to pay? So don't ask, don't ask me silly questions. Because it's a $25,000 fine if I tell the truth. So I can't. So don't ask me. So when we talked about this being the first, with Mac Rhodes being the first opportunity for Brett Yormark to, I mean, not like, oh, we want to see him lay down the law, but just to see the standard that he would set from the first opportunity and first time to respond to something like this. And just two days later, you have another situation. And and this is why I was curious about it, because now it's directly noted, right? I'm going to get fined $25,000. Yeah, sure. and, and, that, and that's the answer. That is him answering without answering, without answering with without yeah. the words right it's just saying that man what a strange week in the uh big 12 world. yeah it really is and uh yeah i, I mean the, there there's usually a reporting process uh post game mm-hmm. you know there's there's usually a uh really a, they call them evaluators but the it, it's really what what i think the league provides or used to provide it they used to do it in baseball anymore but an observer not an evaluator um the evaluators were like retired umpires that would go around and, and truly say hey this you know mechanic you know mechanical stuff and didn't hustle here or whatever all that stuff but but they always had an observer in ballparks mm-hmm. to do an evaluation or to, to, to provide a third set of eyes. I got the coach saying this, I got the umpire saying this, what did you see? And it was there only for conference games. Well, I think video now, every game is televised. And so the ability of evaluators to see everything and grade everything, mm-hmm. you know, makes that, that, you know, you know, creates that process a little bit easier, but it, and, and we won't be privy to this, but it would be really interesting to see, Samson's side of the story and then the ref side of the story. He called me a bleeping bleeper and you know, whatever. <laughs> and you know, that, that kind of stuff because that, and that's the thing that, you know, it's by the way, it's fair of the guy in the media availability to ask that. Question. Oh yeah. You, 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 and it's fair you gotta ask to, That is a huge yeah. moment in that game. Like sure. I said, that is, that is more notable than the game itself, than the right. final, than the matchup of Houston hosting he, Oklahoma state. Dude, you got, you got launched out of that game and you did it seemingly right. on purpose. They're going to ask about it. Like it yes, is, it, you're, you're, you're not doing your job as a right. reporter or whoever, anyone that is sitting in that post game room. If that question is not asked by at least one person, what were you guys doing there? And it's a like, charge. Oh, tell us about, sure. you know, LJ Cryer's performance. No, who cares? Tell us about why right. you walked halfway across the court right. to get kicked out of the game. And, like, and, and, and you know, and, and he's, and it's a charged up emotional deal right there. So he can't yeah. go off on it. And that would cost him 25 grand. But he'd say, yeah, my, my unhappiness had to do with the, the charge block call mm-hmm. just prior to that. That's not anything that's going to get you, you know, toss, but, and it's easy for me to say, as I can sort of think this through and I wasn't in the heat of the deal, but yeah. again, he's, he's the guy that just got tossed and in front of, in his own barn and all that. So I, but there, there's a way to respond to that and even provide a shred 
of comment. Right, because he because he didn't say, "Well, bonkers. I was unhappy with this moment and disagreed with." Like nothing, nothing. Right. Yeah, no, he didn't touch it, and that's and that, fine. That was yeah. that's like the silent way of going scorched earth, right? Sure. Because everyone in their okay, well, it's yeah, better than is. no comment. Yeah, yeah. he. Uh, we know what he meant when he said that. It's Tech Talk on Double T ninety The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. is Ask Tech Talk, brought to you by Visual Edge IT. One more with us here on Tech Talk. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Foreman. Get your questions in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We got this question from Bullfighter Tech Talk. You're given a 70-pin handicap against a professional bowler to win best of three games. Could you beat him? The top five in the world average 220 a game. I- I'm... I mean, I don't keep up with bowling. I'm I'm surprised it's 220. I would have guessed higher. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The answer to that's probably no. No, for me. Yeah. I I I don't. I mean, again, if the average is 220 a game for a professional bowler, if I'm given 70, I think my best game in a game of three is somewhere around like 140. So even then, I'm probably losing a heartbreaker on my best score. Yeah, on my I, best. score. If it's his worst score. If I was if, hanging around that deal, then I choke. You know, yeah. And that's just, yeah. Especially at that mm-hmm. sport. How, how often do you bowl? Uh, yeah, like once every never. <laughs> ah, so seasoned vet. It's usually all about, uh, you know, pizza and beer and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, this on the chat line. But does Saban even have a personality? I don't want to see Belichick or any NFL, on any NFL game day type stuff. So bland and dry. I prefer the Pat McAfee approach. I bet there's some dry sarcasm there that's very entertaining. Yeah, and I think, I mean, the, the people that are close to even Belichick, and this isn't a Belichick conversation, talk about how funny he is. Mm-hmm. And like, But you're just not going to see that. Dang sure not going to see that with him buttoned up as the head coach. And, you know, now he would light up if you asked a question in those Friday pressers in which he was, you know, asked a question about why are kickers so much better now than they were when you got into the NFL 50 years ago. And he goes nine minutes on that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. and so it it's in there and he, and he brightens up and all that, but post game when you, you know, when the, when the guy asks about, you know, is Tom Brady done? And he side eyes him and does the, you know, like, you know, you should, it's that's not going to happen. Uh, th- here, here you go. Uh, pro bowling doesn't grease the lanes consistently like normal lanes we play on. It's like a putting green. Got to find the line. Uh, so even worse for me. So it's going to be even worse. That's good to know. Uh, this on the H Flooring Center chat line. I feel like we were playing ourselves into the first four out category. I sure hope not, but we need some wins. Um, so I think now now I'll say this. As much as I was just saying, well, UCF isn't coming here to lay to to like lie down. Well, they know that, right? Mm-hmm. If it does turn into a four game losing streak, that's when I will start to stretch over to the panic button cuz the yeah, cuz the schedule is no, not going to get any easier. Um, but it's the big 12. I mean, and this is where I don't feel any different about this team than, uh, I I did, you know, a week ago. 
or heading into TCU's because you are playing in the best conference in America. And part of that is you are going to go up against tough competition every single night and you're going to drop some games. You're not the first team in 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 this conference just this year to drop three games. And, and I mean, the, the team that just beat you last night did that, right? And so I'm, I'm not ready to say, boy, you are headed for out of the tournament because you are locked into it right now. Now, if you rattle off a couple more losses, then we will readdress this conversation and I will feel vastly different, especially because the next two are at home. Um, and we all know it's going to be harder to make that up on the road than it is defending home court. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Um, so I'm, I'm not there yet where you're going, boy, you were on the trajectory of missing the tournament. Has the last three games sucked? Yes. Do you have things to work on? Yes. Are you a perfect team? No. I wonder what their approach is to today, you know, because relatively quick turnaround with with some sickness in the room. I wonder if today was like as bad as we need to get on the court. <laughs> you know, like you guys stay home. Wind sprints all day. No, Line up. Yeah, you would think. Touch the line or it doesn't count. You would think it would be the opposite yeah. of that. Like, that, like, hey, fellas, stay home. Or – come up here one at a time for some sort of IV treatment or whatever, you know, you, I, I don't know, but I, I uh, you know, cause how hard, how hard they can push through this kind of stuff is, you know, that that's, that's a, that's a tough deal. Uh, I look at that game with encouragement. We could have beat them if we had Washington. Also the refs foul calls in the first half were bad. And those guys got so many more free throws which is the difference. Uh, I mean, I agree with the Washington part, but, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't have them. I, you know, I've seen some with the, with the foul count. I do think part of it was, I mean, they were attacking you in the lane. And where do you get fouled more often than not? It's when you attack the lane, right? Oh, Did I agree yeah. with every single foul? No. But do I in every single game? No. <laughs> I can't tell you a game I've watched – whether being a fan or not of a team and just, you know, being someone just tuning into a, a random Pac-12 game like you could tonight, UCLA at Stanford, and going, that was refed perfectly. Right. I don't know. It's, it's I mean, it, it's almost like, um, we, you know, we, we should all discipline ourselves to not get drawn off sides by officiating. And, and, and it may be decent. It may be better officiating than we realize, but it's just like, it's it's kind of a crutch to fall back on, mm-hmm. and it's not just our fan base. Lord no, knows. I'm just saying, like sports no. fans in general, man. You know that it's it's uh, you know re- respect the process and and keep the focus on cheering for your team or you know for, for coaches like hey, you know, coach your team. I, and I've never understood that. And I, I know there's some some coaches spend a lot of time working you know they call it working the rest but chirping every time down the floor and all that chattering and all that stuff and that it, it's funny because coach Knight's remembered for his his outburst and the chair throwing and all that stuff and like there were games where that dude didn't you know didn't hardly get off the right. get off the bench much less yeah. but that, say those aren't the ones you remember no, right? those no. aren't the ones I'm gonna no, say no. now but I just you know it's it's like the the I mean, it's just so uncontrollable. Uh, and conversations and some of that stuff perfectly understand. Hey, what'd you see right there? You know, mm-hmm. whatever. And chirping a little, whatever. But, I, you know, to me, it's just, 
if 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 you're wailing on the if you're wailing on the second possession down the floor, it's going to be a long night for you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and and to me, it's just a, it, that that referee, umpire, whatever thing is more about figure out figure out what's going on, how they're seeing things, and then go to work. You know, because in the end, you're either going to be the team that won or the team that lost, regardless of you know sniveling about the refs. And and I I love that you know. Right now, we don't we don't have a, and I'm not saying something couldn't happen. Don't get me wrong, but but just right now, I don't think the 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 prominent coaches in any of our sports are just chronic whiners. I agree with that. Yeah, and I'm I'm just fine with that. <laughs> and that's looking around the league that I would say right. does have quite a quite a bit feel strong. Does certainly have some. Uh, this on the chat line. Belichick was pretty good when he was the guest on game day. Mm-hmm. Sooner and Lovick said, need to win this one, no doubt. Yep, agreed. Uh, this from Mark from Olive Branch. My worry for Saturday is rust. The recovering players will still be weak and may not practice much this week. I think I, mean, I think that's a valid concern. Because, I mean, like I said, we're, we're not going to know the full extent of, you know, who – even with knowing who's playing, okay, who's still feeling what, who's just getting it, who's you know, any of that, that that situation with with the with sit with an illness going around is so weird and concerning at the same time. Yeah. Because I mean the Warren Washington thing, I I don't think any of us expected him to not play, um, but we didn't. You know, the question was, hey, is is that game against Cincinnati? Was it just starting or was it just ending? And for him, it was just starting clearly. Uh, we will uh, end with this. We've been in every game but that debacle in Houston. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and that's 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 saying something. It really is. I think it's saying something about their compete, their togetherness, McCaslin's ability to scheme up some stuff, and you know, I, I just I'm I'm impressed, and I hope it. I I just wanted to. I wanted to finish with a positive outcome, which is NCAA tournament, just to go, man, look what they did in their first year. Mm-hmm. So that's something that can just be an asset toward recruiting and building for the future. That'll do it for us. We'll be back at it. Same place, same time tomorrow. I did the long tease. I'll save my baseball question. <laughs> the 24-hour tease. We did it. Uh, thanks to Gus. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to you for hanging out and giving us your thoughts and comments. We will see you tomorrow. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.